0: I look at Cluster Bs like warriors, emotional warriors. And I look at us as Knights of the Cluster B Table. Welcome to this podcast of My Inner Torch. (music) Knights of the Cluster B Table. What do I mean by that? Well, we all know the famous story of King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table. And I consider us to be Knights of the Cluster B Table. Trigger warning to all of those people out there who've been diagnosed with a Cluster B personality disorder, or if you suspect you have a Cluster B personality disorder, this podcast is not for you. So are we Knights of the Cluster B Table? I consider to be, oh, I consider cluster bees to be emotional warriors, and we seem to be the knights on a crusade to conquer them. That normal emotional standards apply to them. But unfortunately, most of us are on this crusade for weeks, months, years, even decades. I know I am a knight of the cluster bee table. Because I've been trying for over 21 years to show my wife, who I suspect is a cluster B, that the world is not such a bad place. But as you go through this progression and as you try to show them that the world is an okay place, whether you're trying to show a narcissist or whether you're trying to show a borderline, you will fail inevitably because these people are emotional warriors. They too. Are survivors of their own demons. When you look at backgrounds of people who are narcissists and or cluster B borderlines or psychopaths, you will see that they usually, when you go back to their family of origin, something happened. There was retarded development, retarded emotional development that made them who they are today is narcissism gen, narcissism genetic is borderline genetic there is no correlating evidence or research to support the fact that you could inherit it from somebody i think it's it's conditional it's the behaviors that you witness the behaviors you're subject to over years in very critical times of your emotional development which would be your childhood that's why frequently when we go back and we look at our childhood And we try to explore why we may be codependent, why we may have a propensity to be trauma bonded. We can find reasons. I certainly can. I can look back. I can go to my family of origin. And this is very, very important practice that I would recommend you to do. Go back to your family of origin. Try to explore why you put up with people who are narcissistic and or borderline and or psychopaths. There are other people out there who would be repelled by these people. For some reason, we seem to either attract them or we we seem to find them. And that's troubling. And I've done a lot of soul searching over the years to figure out what my part in this relationship is, because there are two parts to every relationship. Why am I a knight of the Cluster B table? I can look back on previous relationships before I was entangled with my wife And I can see that there are distinct patterns that I was with what I suspect to be narcissists. I had relationships with narcissists. My parents weren't narcissists, but for some reason, growing up and being empathic, caring, wanting to fix people, which is why we go on that crusade as we are knights of the cluster B table. We are out there to try to change these people. We are out there to try to find them again, the person that they pretended to be. We're trying to resurrect them from the dead. You know, and that's our problem. They are emotional warriors. They are out there trying to survive in the world. It's very difficult for them. They don't have the capacity to love. They don't have, most of them don't have the capacity to be empathetic or compassionate. They can't really love Somebody, And so therefore it leaves us desperately trying to find something that is not there. And, you know, I kind of feel sorry for those people. I have compassion for people who are in the cluster B genre. And that's why I'm in the situation I'm in, because I have that compassion, because I feel bad. I still feel bad for my wife that she has not and cannot experience love on an intimate mature and adult fashion because she can't. Her development was and is retarded. This is why she behaves the way that she does. You know, the silent treatment. What is that? Why do people do that? It's a very, very cruel form of punishment, yet they are masters at it. And they can do it for days and they can do it for weeks and it kills us because we want to know what's wrong. They just can't communicate. They cannot, or if they do communicate, it's blame shifting. Myinnertorch at gmail.com. I always appreciate hearing from you. And again, please, if you have an opportunity, leave a five-star review on whichever platform you happen to be listening to this podcast on. It really does help grow listenership. It helps for people to learn from my personal experiences and maybe draw some solace and comfort and understanding. The most important thing is understanding. These are not normal relationships. Please don't for a minute think that you are in a normal relationship with a cluster B because that is simply not possible. No matter how hard you try, no matter how many breadcrumbs they throw at you, no matter how many times you break up and make up, folks, that's not normal. Relationships that are normal, I imagine because I probably have never had one, they build over time. You build intimacy, you build trust. And yeah, sure. We all have falling out with people. We do. We will always have arguments, but when somebody truly cares about you, they will not give you the silent treatment. They won't withhold affection. They will not verbally, mentally, and emotionally abuse you. Shouldn't happen. But yet for some reason, we take that as being a challenge. That's why we're knights of the cluster B table. We take it as a challenge because we figure, okay, we're going to change them. We're going to fix them. They're going to come back. They will resurrect themselves, but they won't. They won't. And I've told you this in countless podcasts, what you had, what you saw, what you experienced was real at the moment. During that particular time, but it was not sustainable by the narcissist and/ or the borderline. They can't do it. They love bomb intensively, and it's wonderful, but it comes to an end. and inevitably, there is a discard in your future, and there might be a hoovering back, sure. And that's why we just ping pong back and forth, back and forth. You know, we get excited about the breadcrumbs. I know I do. I get very few. And now I'm able to discern why I get the breadcrumbs because inevitably my wife wants something. It's not because she really cares. It's because, okay, I need to kind of show you a little bit of, you know, kindness because I want something. You are my supply. And so therefore, yeah, maybe I do have to show a little bit here, there and whatever, but it's not consistent and it can change at the drop of a hat. I had one listener of mine who's been listening. Thank you for listening as long as you have. Send me a really quick email at myinnertorch at gmail.com saying, yeah, I was in her good graces for a week and now I'm a POS. Now I've been discarded again. And that is the cycle. When you don't live up to their unrealistic expectations, and usually you don't know what they are, you will trigger them. They will turn on you and they will discard you. That's the splitting that I've talked about. They will split. They can't see gray. They can only see black and white. Either you're in the black Or you're in the white. There is no midway. There's no gray here, folks. They either love you or they think they love you and they're whatever. And then they don't love you. They hate you. You're the worst person that's ever existed on this earth. You are the reason why they've been unhappy even before they met you. I've had to deal with that. Their concept of time just is not real. Their their concept of reality is dysfunctional. It's, It's delusional. And that's when you get gaslit and you frequently find yourself questioning your own sanity. And I have done that many times and I have done it recently. And folks, I'm out of the fog. I see things for what they are. You know, I I do see my wife for who she is, what she is. Doesn't need, she doesn't need a label. She doesn't have to be a narc. She doesn't have to be a borderline. She's just somebody who's dysfunctional. Dysregulated and disordered, and emotionally and verbally abusive and emotionally neglectful. It doesn't matter that she's a narcissist. It doesn't matter that she's a borderline or something in between. We use these so that we can put a moniker on them and say, okay, yeah, they're a narcissist. Okay, you know what? That's a borderline. That's good for clinicians. It's not necessarily good for us because how do we deal with them? That's why you're listening to this podcast. Come out of the fog. Get off the Knights of the Cluster B table. They are emotional warriors, and in so they will slay you. You will not slay the dragon. New podcasts uploaded every single Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. torch at gmail.com Be well, and in whatever you do, be good. This has been My Inner Torch.